Are you ready? Yeah. Are you with it? Yeah. Okay, let's go. You know what to do. The whole world's watching and counting on you. And all you people listening out there, everybody, everywhere. Hang on, hang on, hang on! Welcome to Checkered Past, a loving postmodern examination of the Go-Go Check branded comic magazines published by DC Comics between February 1966 and August 1967. I'm Dr. Bob, and each week I'll be your guide on this trippy tour through 535 mid-century masterpieces of graphic noveldom. This week, Adventure Comics number 346 and 347. Cover dates July 1966 and August 1966. Cover prices 12 cents. Cover artists Kurt Swan and George Klein, edited by Mort Weisinger, featuring One of Us is a Traitor, written by Jim Shooter, art by Jim Shooter and Sheldon Moldoff. And The Traitor's Triumph, written by Jim Shooter, art by Kurt Swan and George Klein. Are you ready? Are you with it? Then away we go go. Welcome to the world of love and laughter, baby. Welcome to the sunshine of a brand new Superboy presides over a Legion meeting as four candidates for membership appear to demonstrate their powers. They are Princess Projectra, Nemesis Kid, Pharaoh Lad, and Karate Kid. But is one of them a traitor? Stay tuned to find out. I'll be right back with Dr. Husband to explain everything. Il avait de grands yeux très clairs ou parfois passés des éclairs comme au ciel passent les orages. Il avait plein de tatouages que j'ai jamais très bien compris. Son coup portait à vue pas pris. Sur son cœur on lisait personne. Sur son bras droit un mot raison. Je sais pas son nom, je ne sais rien de lui. Il m'a aimé toute la nuit. Et me laissant à mon dessin, il est parti dans le matin plein de lumière. Rob, what? Which of our chiens, that's French for dog, uh, would you consider to be the traitor in our ranks? Which of our dogs is the traitor? Mm-hmm. Junebug for sure. Why? She's a phantom chewer. But she's so cute. She's adorable. Except don't take a kiss from her, mm-hmm. listener, because she eats her own poop. Yes. We have to patrol the yard every day, but sometimes we miss one. Or two. Or two. She eats Butler's poop, not her own poop. No, I caught her eating her own. <gasps> Gross! No. Because Butler's is easier to see because it's bigger, so we pick it up quicker. Oh, and I see. hers kind of is stealth. It hides under the grass. <laughs> she poops stealth. She's a stealth poop eater. Well, okay, that's gross. Yeah. yeah. How are you? Uh, me? Yes. Well, I'm very well. Thank you for asking. It's an exciting day here at the Go Go Check podcast. It is a two issue day. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you know what that means? More of my time. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> also, it means a continuing story. 
It's a good day for a podcast, actually. Because it is. Unlike it's... the last few weeks, today is overcast and dreary. Didn't stop the neighbors from just going ahead and mowing their lawn, though, to interrupt our time. And running their damn leaf blower forever. Did you hear that leaf blower going forever? No, I but... thought they were just blowing one, one blade at a time, like taking one blade and chasing it across the driveway. It was just going forever. It's May. What leaves are on the ground oh, that they're blowing? I, I meant when I meant it was using the leaf blower to clean the driveway of pre-cut grass. I saw someone on Facebook today announcing that their neighbor was vacuuming their driveway with an indoor vacuum. What? Right. Yeah. Oh. Yep. Well, the cicadas are coming. I know. One of Rude my friends X. posted uh, a cicada uh, that lives in D.C. Yes. Yes. The cicada lives in D.C. <laughs> yes, the cicada has a Facebook account and posted its own picture on DC. There, there those goes bugs the, are going to take over the world. It's got two more of those beep cycles going. The, the washing machine's just finished washing. I see. Yeah. How interesting and marvelous. Yes. Okay. So the the brood X is coming. Yes. Yes. And perhaps already here by the time you hear this. No doubt. We're expecting it any day. You know what else is here? What? Four new members of the Legion of Superheroes, mm. teenage superhero team of the 30th century. Mm-hmm. These are the first new members since Dream Girl joined in February of 1964. I wasn't even born yet. Nor was I. <laughs> and nor were any of these teenagers because they live in the 30th century. Okay. Except for Monel. He was in the Phantom Zone for a thousand years, and so he... Per, per, Monel. Oh, you don't know. Mm. Uh, Adventure Comics number 346, featuring Superboy and the Legion of Superheroes, also featuring One of Us is a Traitor, and introducing four new Legionnaires, Karate Kid, Princess Projectra, Pharaoh Lad, and Nemesis Kid. Mm. Check out this fabulous foursome. Can you spot the double-crosser who sold out the Legion? Actually, I can. I read both issues. Well, but did you spot it ahead of time? Mm-mm. Really? No, I really didn't. Oh, wow. Yeah. You knew. Well, of I course knew. You of did. course, I already knew. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have a special fondness for Princess Projectra. You do? I do. Mm-hmm. Because in the 70s, she had this open-cut thing all the way down to her navel with, like, crisscrossy pirate strings mm. and a and thigh high boots wow yeah. yeah she really dressed it up after this decade. i have to say i don't even know why they had these people try out for the for the like audition for the legion of superheroes because they took them all well that's a long-standing tradition and usually it would be some dumbass like porcupine pete who could shoot porcupine quills out of his back or eyeful ethel who had eyes all over her body. Oh, my God. Are you kidding? No. Oh, I thought you were making these up. No. Was, arm arm so fall off boy who could make his arm fall off and then use it as a weapon. You mean beat someone with his own arm? Yeah. That's just to, Why not pick up a club? Who else do we have? Antenna lad who can pick up radio signals from all across the galaxy. Oh, that's useful. Double header. For communication. Two heads. Obviously. Infectious lass. Oh, I like that. She could make people sick? Exactly. That's a good one. Now you're getting it. Yeah. And of course, it was a group of Legion rejects who formed the Legion of Substitute Heroes to <laughs> act as backup to the real Legion in case they all went down. Like substitute teachers? Uh-huh. Exactly. Just as ill-prepared. Yeah. Sizzling Satellites. Who was your favorite substitute teacher? Oh. In public uh, school. Miss Pia. She was... Um, uh, older sister of people that I was in school with, 
and she was so mean. Yeah? Yeah. We had one called Miss Miss Goldie, I think was her name, Miss Goldie. Mm-hmm. And she she looked like Dr. Zayas. Wow. <laughs> Fur and all? She, she had like, she was an older lady. Yes. Um, sort of a New York kind of Jew kind of woman, you know, just mm-hmm. sort of like, she and she had been coloring her hair like a sort of a strawberry blonde mm-hmm. for years. Right. And so it had lost its, with her age, it had lost its luster and thickness. But she still stayed with that same color. Dr. Zayas was like the blonde orangutan, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She kind of looked like that. Yeah. Okay. And she talked like this. And she was very interesting. And I adored her. But she kind of, you know, she talked like this at uh, when she would substitute for us. And she'd go, here's your reading assignment for today. And, she, oh, she would do her thing with her with her mouth. Which reminds me of why of Dr. Zayas. Because, you know, they had that, that prosthetic Giant, face. Yeah. 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 Wow. Okay. Poor Sorry, we're not even in, into the first. We're not even off the cover yet. Are no, we, we will. But you know what's what? happening? Karate Kid's making a sap out of Superboy on the splash page. <laughs> Here it is again: the mag that gives you the most heroes for your money. Only we're topping ourselves with four new members for the Legion. But wait, the superheroes have a rude awakening coming when Earth's defenses are sabotaged, and they get the stunning message: one of us is a traitor. 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 Roll call, Chameleon Boy. Cosmic Boy, Light Lass, Lightning Lad, they're twins, of course. Mm. Phantom Girl, Shrinking Violet, Superboy, and introducing Pharaoh Lad, Karate Kid, Nemesis Kid, and Princess Projectra. Princess Projectra. Now, this issue is written by James Shooter. I don't know that name. Well, you're about to find out. First of all, let me ask you what you thought, because this is a brand new writer to the Legion from the last time we saw them. So he didn't do the artwork. He did actually do the artwork of this issue. Okay. But he's primarily known as a writer. This issue and the next issue or just this issue? Just this issue. So I thought the this particular issue, the story went very quickly. Uh-huh. The panels were larger than I was used to, mm-hmm. which I really appreciated because it could get me through it a lot faster. Right. I'm not crazy. I'm sorry, listener. I'm not crazy about the Legion of Superheroes. Not crazy about them. There are others that I like. What is it about them that you're not crazy about? Uh, (laughs) I'm underwhelmed. Okay. Yeah. Do you find the style of storytelling in this issue different than what you've experienced from the Legion of Superheroes in the past? Or do you not even remember the last time we saw them? May I take option D, please? Which is? I don't care. Do you not even care? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, I, you know, I don't remember any of the pre. Do you remember any of the previous stories that we've talked, we've read about uh, with Legion of Superheroes? Sure. Remember last time, Matter Eater Lad, who can eat any form of matter, was uh, taken prisoner on some planet, and he was going to be executed, and Superboy saved him. But then the yes, the beam backfired yes. and made Matter Eater Lad super fat. Yes, I do remember that. Okay. Okay. So do I like this story better than the other stories? Yeah. No. Okay. No, but I did like that it moved along at a very quick clip. You know who else moves at a quick clip? Junebug. No. What? Teenagers. Oh, okay. Jim Shooter wrote this story Mm -hmm. of the Legion of Superheroes, age 14. What? 14, Rob. 14-year-old Jim Shooter, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, just 
wrote a story about the Legion of Superheroes, mm-hmm. sent it in, and Mort Weisinger, the editor, called him up and said, how soon can you be in New York? And he said, well, sir, I have to finish my studies at Pittsburgh High School. Uh, and he went to New York and started writing stories. Legion of Did he finish high school? He finished high school. He Via correspondence. continued writing the Legion of Superheroes as well as Superman and Supergirl stories. Mm-hmm. Retired from comics at age 18. Uh, returned to comics at age 25 when he went to work for Marvel Comics. At age 27, he became editor-in-chief of Marvel Comics. Wow. Very controversial tenure as editor-in-chief. Seems he was took a very heavy hand. And wasn't, oh. Ultimately wasn't well-liked. Oh. So he was fired from Marvel Comics. Wow. Kicked around again. Came back in the 2000s to write for Legion of Superheroes again. And... Uh, yeah, he's done a lot of advertising and marketing and Okay, so all of that yeah. makes me very, very interested in reading this again with you. Really? Absolutely. Well, he did introduce a lot of uh concepts into the Legion of Superheroes, mm-hmm. which have remained to this day. Like the queerness of Karate Kid? Well, Karate Kid's not queer because No, I don't mean queer. I mean I mean in the ancient I mean in the old way. Strange. Strangeness of karate kid. It's, well he's just stupid. Why? Anyone can do karate, really. I don't, I don't think that's true. Okay. Um but this was a time, remember, the first uh American school of karate or martial arts, because karate kid's master of all martial arts. Mm-hmm. Uh this is not popular in America until after World War II. So and this I, is a, this is a considered exotic and oh yeah and, yeah. Okay. This was before. I mean, Bruce Lee had started acting movies in 1958, but this was before martial arts had a widespread hold on the culture. Okay, all right, all so right, it was all a right. Little bit cool, innovative. Cool, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and what else was I going to say about Jim Shooter? Probably nothing. That was a lot. Let's go. Let's okay. Get, yeah. Um, Karate Kid, you'll be interested to know, went on to star in his own 15-issue comic series in the 1970s because he had to return to the past to prove himself worthy of marrying Princess Projectra. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Is he? Was he played by Ralph Macchio? No. Okay. The, this was all before the Karate Kid movie. Okay. One day. I am a man who will fight for your honor. One day. Yep. In the 30th century. Cosmic Boy hurries through the streets of Metropolis when? When a construction worker is falling. Right. Now he's going to, he is running late to his legion of superheroes, superheroes meeting and decides that he's going to use his magnetic power to, to stop the man from falling because he's very far from him. Yes. I'm wondering in the 30th century why we have manual laborers building buildings. Why don't they just 3D print them or something? Well, because it was conceived of by people who didn't even have computers that were as uh, as, as exceptional as ours. Wrong. It's because the robots took over civilization in the late 20th century on this world. Okay. And uh, reduced everything back to the Stone Age and they had to rebuild society. Is, is that canon? No, or is that something I made, made that up. up. Okay. Uh, but it could be canon easily. I could fit it into existing DC history. So hey. Cosmic Boy saves his life yes. and then hurries away. Yes, because yes. away from the autograph seekers. 
Um, he wishes that he had a secret identity like Superboy, but of course all the Legion of Superhero members are publicly known. Okay. Because that's pretty much their life. He returns to the Legion of Superheroes clubhouse, which, as you know, Rob, is an upside-down rocket ship stuck into the ground. Mm. Moments later, in the Legion's council room, Cosmic Boy uh, apologizes for being late to the meeting, and Superboy is a giant dick. Thank you. I was going to say he was being a dick. I ran into an emergency and... Skip the alibis, Cosmic Boy. Take your seat and let's get this show on the road. Someone got up on the wrong side of the, the... Whatever. Well, I don't know why he's he in such in? a hurry because uh, Superboy, as you know, has come to the future from the past. He can return to the past at the very moment that he left. He's not going to miss any ice cream social at Smallville High or anything. Well, I don't think he actually enjoys his time here today. I guess not. Mm-mm. At least he doesn't have a metal arm like poor Lightning Lad. Why does Lightning Lad have a metal arm? Well, he was fighting the giant Moby Dick of space mm-hmm. and... Uh, energy beam destroyed his arm wow. so it was replaced with the metal arm oh lucky guy no unlucky don't you remember two issues ago when they met the luck lords and it turned out the luck lords were causing all the bad luck i meet so many people <laughs> uh in the absence of leader brainiac five superboy has been deputized where's brainiac five by the way oh he's probably on a mission in time or space okay uh, Superboy's been deputized to preside at the meeting where they are interviewing candidates for Legion membership. Since Bouncing Boy lost his powers... I remember that. And Starboy was expelled. I don't know why. He killed someone, right? He killed someone accidentally. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Case. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Very good. It's, it's coming back to you. Mm-hmm. The four candidates advance, and first up is Princess Projectra of the planet Orando. She has got a, quite a hairstyle. Nice hairstyle and a... What do you call that? Decotage? Mm-hmm. Um, it looks like she's wearing a bodysuit, maybe, but also it's flesh-colored. So it just looks like her shoulders are bare. She's got like a wasp of a waist. Mm-hmm. Mm. First, she must concentrate deeply, and next thing you know, all the Legionnaires are under the ocean. Right. And next second, they're in outer space, yet they're breathing. Mm-hmm. What's going on? Silly boys. I have the power to project illusions. Illusions. She's great. I like what she can do. She's in, yeah. Yep. Right? All the voters have, all the members have voted I by remote control. (laughs) I was thinking of the old radio remote control we used to have for our Sears television. Oh, did it have a cord attached to the TV? No, no, it didn't. It was just, it was was so big and clunky. We had, uh, we didn't have remote control until we got cable mm. and it was this giant box with push buttons mm-hmm. and it with a cord attached to the tv you're kidding and there were three columns like uh c d and p uh-huh with 10 channels on each column uh-huh. p was the adult channels. oh p10 was i think the playboy channel and that was blocked in our house of course. of course being the good lutheran family that you were yes uh next up nemesis kid from myar the alchemist's planet mm-hmm he uses his alchemical skill to give himself the power to defeat any opponent. First challenger, the atomic robot. Hmm. Fewer than a dozen superheroes have ever beaten one. I bet Superboy's one of those superheroes. Of course. Um, so Nemesis Kid has the power to just adapt his body instantly to any enemy, right? Right. So the robot advances 
and Nemesis Kid suddenly has the power to change the molecules of the air into a lead wall to mm-hmm. shield himself from the atomic rays bursting forth from... I don't know that that's safe that you keep an atomic-powered robot that can blast atomic Atomic rays. rays, yeah. I hope everybody else is going to be protected from that. Right, they right? should take their radiation sickness pill or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, the robot smashes the wall. Next thing, Nemesis Kid transforms his body into neutronium, an element which absorbs all energy. Yeah. What does it do with the energy? Um, it probably converts it into food or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Because as we learned last week, energy cannot be destroyed. Right. Only transformed. And he says, now, before you vote, I'd better tell you that my power is limited. I've never tried it on one more than one adversary at a time. Right. Well, may, I guess they don't need him to try that because he's voted in. Right. Next, Pharaoh lad. Pharaoh, of course, is the Latin word for iron. I don't remember. I mean, the atomic symbol is F-E. F-E. Right. So yeah. it must be Latin or yeah. Greek or something. Uh, Pharaoh Lad can transform himself into iron, mm-hmm. costume and all, mm-hmm. in which form he is virtually indestructible. Very powerful. He can absorb. He takes Lightning Lad's lightning blast. He bends steel with his hands, and they, uses, they use their deadly weapons of, I don't know what are those things. Ray, Ray missile gun, guns. Ray missile guns, and he absorbs that. Um, now, this is also before Colossus of the X-Men, okay. who has the same kind of power. Yeah, yeah. So very innovative mm-hmm. by young master shooter. Uh, next and last, Karate Kid, who's developed his own power, great skill in all forms of fighting, especially karate and judo. Mm-hmm. You looked out, full Legionnaires, that I can stand up to the mighty powers of the Legion of Superheroes. Right. But let me bust this iron bar in half, and next I challenge Superboy. He does. He busts that steel beam in half. Yep. So he challenges Superboy to a duel with classic martial arts skill. He mm-hmm. uses Superboy's speed and strength against him. Mm-hmm. Um, At one point, he uses a judo move and turns Superman, Superboy's skills against him and like pulls his cape over his head and such. And then he, he his, his energy is, is draining as he's fighting Superboy. Right. Um, and Superboy knocks him out. But still. But he's so impressed at his strength and skill that he says, you know what? You should be in the Legion. Right. Yep. Anybody can give me that kind of tussle belongs in the Legion. (laughs) Still being a dick, Superboy. Yeah. So the new members are sworn in. The debris of the battle has been cleared. And now for another... that little bit of the wall that you see. Right, right, right. I also like that they have all this futuristic science... But a uh, a banner, a screen printed banner, right? That says Legion of from Fast Signs. <laughs> it doesn't even look like it's printed at Fast Signs. It looks like a, like a homecoming thing that they all painted with tempera paint. Probably light lasted it. <laughs> On they probably have craft afternoon, craft time yes. afternoon. Yeah. God. Do you remember having time to make crafts? Do you remember when we were younger, we used to make crafts? I never was much of a craft maker. You helped me at Christmas make crafts. Well, that we were adults then. right you helped me oh you're talking about when we were adults and we used to make crafts sure 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 yeah. sure but i also remember being on the homecoming committee because i was artistic they always wanted course. me to paint the banners oh yes now recently 
-hmm. The new hypertelescope at Palmer Observatory discovered a hitherto unknown galaxy at the very edge of the visible universe. That entire collection of stars and planets is dominated by a single world, and the United Planets has asked the Legion to investigate. Roll film. <laughs> Projectionist? <laughs> Can I get an AB assistant in the room, please? <laughs> <laughs> so they've discovered a planet about the size of Mars, but as you can see, the military might of this civilization is terrific. Yes. The United Planets fears that these people mean to extend their wars of conquest beyond the galaxy. Their spaceships and weapons can far outstrip any possessed by the United Planets. Mm -hmm. These are the Kuhns, K-H-U-N-D-S, who would also become significant adversaries of the Legion in oh, the future. okay. They, in this appearance... Did the writer uh, create these people? Yes. Okay. Um, they're costumed in this appearance like Mongol warlords. They would become a little more alien-looking in future. Good. Um, they are being threatened by Garlak, warlord of Kund, who apparently can see them. He's got some kind of two-way luxophone that he knows that they are observing him via uh, film strip. No, he can't. I'm sorry to correct you there, Bob. He says one of the spies in the United Planets has inserted this message into the film strip. Oh, I see. As you watch okay. this, the ultimatum is being delivered to Earth's government. Okay. Yeah. Uh, unless Earth surrenders in one hour, the Coons will attack and destroy the whole planet. Oh, my God. This all happens in one hour? Yeah. I thought it was one day. Oh, no. Oh, my and goodness. By the way, Superboy, we have a good supply of kryptonite weapons. Well, goodbye, everybody. I have to go back to the past. <laughs> Only one hour, no time to get help from the other planets. Those aliens could make good their threat, except that we have an ace up our sleeve. Three electro towers that I, Superboy, recently helped erect. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I just want to say something right yeah. now. Now they're going back, and, I'm, and I've, of course, read these two issues, and we're going back. And these electro towers are absolutely oversold. How do you mean? And their ability to defend Earth. Yes. Right? <laughs> yeah. He says, um, we have an ace up our sleeve, three electro towers I recently helped erect secretly. We figured those invaders might launch a sneak attack. Really? Those invaders. Yeah. Huh. Well, he, that's, you've got to plan ahead. He certainly does. Uh, but no weapons can stand up to one of these. Well, right. actually, <laughs> actually... It's the reverse. It's the the electro towers can cannot stand up to, to any weapon, any mm -hmm. weapons. Yes, but if they have spies, they could infiltrate and sabotage the towers. So it's up to us to defend them. Cosmic Boy will lead a team to the Alaska Tower. Mm -hmm. Lightning Lad will lead a team to the Ceylon Tower. And Chameleon Boy, your squad goes to Tierra del Fuego. I would like to go to Tierra del Fuego. Would you? Just to see what it's like. Just to say you've been there. Mm -hmm. Now, as you probably know, Rob, Cosmic Boy and Lightning... Well, you know we always went to a Tierra del Fuego. <laughs> Sorry. Cosmic Boy and Lightning Lad mm -hmm. are two of the three original members of the Legion of Superheroes, the other being Saturn Girl. Yeah, well, yeah, some of them die. Some of them get expelled. Mm -hmm. Yes. But the cast rotates. Right. Mm -hmm. So, uh, meanwhile, the Kundian flagship far off in space is guffawing because the legion has been fooled 
Those idiots in their planet are doomed. What they don't realize is that we've already done the necessary infiltration into their own ranks. That's the one place they won't be looking for a spy. Yeah. Mm. So it's one of these four new members, Rob. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Well, <sighs> sure. Soon. I mean, we are. it is convenient that we have the four new members, but it could be somebody who's already there. It could be Superboy because he's acting like such an asshole. He's a dick, to yeah, everybody. yeah. Um, Cosmic Boy, Phantom Girl, and Karate Kid mm-hmm. head off for the Alaskan electric, Electro Tower. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alaska in the 30th century apparently is a sandy desert. Yes. Poor Alaska. Well, you know, mm-hmm. global warming well, yeah. does all sorts of numbers on the Earth. As a matter of fact, the whole Earth looks like a sandy desert. Actually, that's true. All the locations look the same. So, Earth in the future is a... Dusty wasteland mm-hmm. with film strips and flying cars. That reminds things. me, I'm reading uh, Frank Herbert's Dune. Yes. Right now. Soon to be a major motion picture yeah. starring Timothy Chalamet. Uh, because I watched the movie in the 80s and I, I as a preteen, loved it. Uh-huh. No, I was a teenager. I loved it. I loved it. Because I think it was 1984. Something the movie like came out. That. It's, uh, I was either 13 or 14 years old. So it was perfect age for, for me to watch a truly horrible movie. Um, but it was, it was fantastic. Um, and I am loving the book and just this, um, Alaskan desert reminds me a lot of Dune. Yeah. Yeah. I have to say, um, if you liked the idea of Dune, Mm -hmm. you should read the book. It's so much better than that awful movie. I have so many things to read. These two part Legion of Superhero stories. (laughs) Anyway, Cosmic Boy delivers their orders. To the commandant of the Electro Tower, in they get Alaska. the same reception every at every one of these Electro Towers that they go to. They get fired upon. Yeah, well, they don't know who the I they, mean, they don't guess. have radios to say, "Hey, by the way, we're coming in advance," or they can't make a phone call or anything. It's like they, every time that that one a group of the Legionnaires, yeah, Legion, Legion, yes, yes, Legionnaires approaches one of these electric Towers, they get fired upon. Um, they just investigated galactic intelligence on a film strip. Do you think they had presence of mind enough to radio ahead it's like, to the Electro It's towers? like going home to visit your family for Christmas, and they pour hot oil <laughs> on you as you walk up to the front door. And they go, oh, oh, it's, it's you. I'm so sorry. Let me grab a towel. You've just written the next season of Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, in Ceylon, which, as you know, is off the southern coast of India, mm. Lightning Lad, Shrinking Violet, and Nemesis Kid... And then next panel, in Tierra del Fuego. <laughs> Chameleon Boy, Pharaoh Lad, Light Lass, and Princess Projectra. Meanwhile, Superboy patrols the skies. And back at the Alaska Tower, a giant explosion noise. Kaboom! Or Barum. Barum. Yes. Cosmic Boy takes off to investigate, ordering Phantom Girl to stay put. Right. He says, I'm in charge. You stay here. As Martin Gray would say, it's too dangerous for a girl. Oh. Uh, Karate Kid and Phantom Girl are left behind and they spot a spacecraft flying through the skies, Mm -hmm. even though this area is off limits. So Phantom Girl goes to alert the Lekmen, which are the men who fire the Electro Tower defenses. (laughs) Um, so Karate Kid says, no, you should check that spaceship because it might just be a pilot has accidentally strayed off course. And I love that she says, I don't need a, yeah, I don't need a Legion tenderfoot to tell me my duty. Yeah. Phantom Girl actually is, I believe, the fifth member 
to join the Legion. Cool. So she's an, a veteran. Is our neighbors out for their afternoon stroll? Oh, good. Are the, yeah. is the fast walkers? Oh, uh, no, no. It's uh, it's our neighbors right next door. Oh, I see. Yeah. Um. So Phantom Girl heads into the evading ship using her power to become intangible. I like that. Although I don't understand what what's going to happen on the next page. If she has the power to become intangible, mm-hmm. why she's affected by what's going to happen on the next page? When it explodes? The shockwaves. Yeah. yeah. If she can move through matter yes. and be intangible, yes. she shouldn't actually be affected by shockwaves. Unless it's like an auditory thing, like it affects her equilibrium because it still can vibrate her eardrums. You think that's uh, it? No, okay. because are you telling me that when she phases through uh, solid materials, her eardrums stay behind? No, hmm. but she has. T- no, it doesn't make any sense. It does because her eardrums still have to be able to be affected by sound waves. Otherwise, she would be deaf when she's intangible. And there's no she's not, evidence for that in the text. She's not in solid form. She's constantly in phase. Yes, she should not be affected by shock waves. Well, then she should not be able to see or hear because if light's passing through her irises because she's intangible, she should be blind. And if the sound waves passing harmlessly through her eardrums, she should be deaf. Do we know any experts in phasing? Yes, me. <laughs> Kitty Pride was my very favorite superhero from the moment she first appeared. And, and what I was know, her weakness? Uh, becoming Hot solid. What was her weakness? Becoming solid. She had no weakness. Mm-hmm. She beat the danger room first time out. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. But she also didn't go deaf <laughs> or blind when she was using her powers. <laughs> okay. All right. So Phantom Girl's knocked unconscious. I propose it's because the sound She's a girl. Waves knocked her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll buy that. Um, no, I'm sorry. She's she she's inside the ship. Yeah. It explodes. Yeah. She phases out of an exploding ship. But she says, um, have to beat a quick retreat. The blast can't harm me, but the shock waves might. If she were in solid form, I would say her form, her her solid mass mm-hmm. absorbed the shock. The shock is energy, and therefore her her mass absorbed that shock, and therefore it it displaced things, or might have burst her eardrums, or did something knocked her unconscious through displacement of blood, or or I have no idea. But she's intangible. You see it right there on page eighteen. Middle left panel. Okay, stay with me here. I've got two theories. So the way Kitty Pride's power works is that her atoms just simply merge with the atoms of whatever she's phasing through, right? So the atoms are still there and thus could be affected by shockwaves. When you fire something at Kitty Pride, yes. an energy weapon or, yes. or a solid weapon like a bullet, yeah. what happens? It goes through her. Why? Because her atoms are phasing with the atoms of the bullet. So, why isn't that happening to her? Well, here's my other theory. Because she predicted that the shockwaves would hurt her. It's psychosomatic. I like that theory. Okay. Okay. We're going with that. Okay. I.E. She's a girl. <laughs> Meanwhile, no, high I don't above, make her weaker than she is. Cosmic but... <laughs> Boy is flying high above the blast. And realizes that it was a decoy to lure them away from the tower. 
Like a duck. Yes. Mm -hmm. He sees Phantom Girl plummeting to the ground, which she shouldn't be because she's got a Legion flight ring, which mm -hmm. is standard issue for all Legionnaires. But she's unconscious. But still, the flight ring, they should have some kind of fail-safe built in because Brainiac 5 invented the flight ring. Should be some kind of fail-safe that if they're unconscious, well, they still won't plummet to the ground. Maybe 14-year-old Tommy Toon didn't know how to write that in. What was his name? Tommy something? James Shooter. But okay. interesting that you should say Tommy Toon because James Shooter also is about 18 feet tall, just like Tommy Toon. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Anyway, there's tons of metallic debris falling toward us. Luckily, Cosmic Boy can erect a magnetic like force that. shield. Cosmic Boy is very heavily featured in this series. He is. Yes? Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if he got paid a little bit more. I don't know. He did. In the 70s, he got this cute little outfit, which was just like... Uh, Essentially a mankini. It just <laughs> covered his nipples and his had a little bikini shorts. Oh. And some kind of little blocky thing at his waist. You're making it sound like it was a, a nice outfit. It doesn't sound like that at all. Oh, it's, no. It's a, like a pornographic. Oh. Which all of the Legion wore terribly skimpy things in the oh. 70s. Okay. All right. I'll show you sometime. Okay. Like Logan's Run sort of exactly that, oh yeah yes do you remember um buck rogers in the 25th century the, the television show that killed gerard how could i forget oh my god and what was the, oh, what woman that uh what actress's name the um aaron gray aaron gray do you know how much lip gloss they had to apply to keep her lips that wet all the time i don't know i mean just think about it for a second do you remember, yeah. i'll think about all of your photographic memories mm -hmm. of buck rogers in the 25th, 25th century yeah all of them, when you think about Erin Gray, she had the moistest, wettest lips you could possibly imagine. And remember before Buck Rogers when she did the commercial for uh, Pearl Drops toothpaste? Yes, yes. And she'd run her tongue over her teeth. Mm. <laughs> it didn't do much for me, but I suppose you liked it. I thought she was just the bee's knees. She's so beautiful, and she had the most luxurious, beautiful hair. So did Gil Gerard on his chest. Guess what? She's still beautiful. Is she? Yeah. I bet she is. Gil Gerard hasn't aged very well, but no. God love him. God love him. Anyway, Phantom Girl says, <clears throat> once she recovers, why did Karate Kid want me to investigate this ship? Something tells me we'd better hot foot it back to the tower post haste. She's very clever. She's And she's correct because no sooner do they get back there than the tower is burning and going up in smoke. Right. The guards are knocked unconscious. Karate Kid is just coming around. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's been unconscious. Yep. This is a little strange. What? His, well, I didn't believe his his alibi. Oh, no. When he said, you know, he said, what happened here, right? Yeah. And he said, you tell me. I was slugged from behind and the birdies started singing me a lullaby. So he was slugged from behind. He's a martial arts expert. Yeah. I. He got attacked from behind. That's really hard to believe. Don't you think? Well, I mean, yes, obviously we now know that he yes. did indeed get attacked from behind. Yes. But, I mean. Um, so, slugged from behind a Phantom Girl thinks. Mm -hmm. She's on the espionage squad, so she's got it. They have, an, they have a sub-squad of, yes. of the Legionnaires? Sure. Oh, my goodness. Um, she's like, is that like being on a committee, like. When you're on a board, you're on the finance committee and the programming committee and the education committee and stuff like that. It's like when they have to go on spy missions. It's Phantom Girl, Chameleon Boy, Shrinking Violet, and... Oh, Shrinking Violet. Maybe so Saturn Girl. Awesome. She gets featured in the next Oh, issue. yes. Um, you mean to tell me, Cosmic Boy says to the guards, 
that your men were KO'd by your own defense gas? That's about the size of it, Cosmic Boy. The saboteur stole it from our arsenal vault. We have a friend who could has his own personal gas that could definitely <laughs> knock out a whole room. <laughs> Correct. So they investigate the door where the knockout gas had been stored, and there are handprints on the door. As though the thief were super strong, well-versed in points of stress, and had used karate blows. If you mean karate kid, fam girl, you're barking up the wrong tree. It'd take someone like Superboy or Monel to smash foot-thick steel. Would it? <laughs> you, you saw what the kid could do with the steel girder back at the clubhouse. Um, so they're puzzled because Karate Kid wasn't anywhere near this arsenal when they found him. This right? is what this is where I started to really like this um, this issue. Just the back and forth and mm -hmm. the fact that they took... I like that the story moved at a nice quick pace, but then he slowed down to sort of do multiple panels to, to, to stay on one thing. And, and this part was the, the building the mystery of the story. Them trying to solve who might have sabotaged this tower. So they asked the commandant where Karate Kid was, and the com commandant says, Hmm, well, he asked to be put on guard at the vault, and he was there when it was robbed. But if he was knocked out there... Why was someone else? Uh, why was he there when he when he recovered? Why was he elsewhere, elsewhere. when he recovered? Sorry, um, well, I suppose he could have been dragged there or thrown there by the force of the blast. Still, it's mighty peculiar. Uh huh. Well, that about sews it up, wouldn't you say? Fin girl is ready to convict him, right? Without even going to a court of law. She's angry. Uh, Cosmic boy has to remind her that everyone is innocent until proven guilty. Mm hmm. Um, as Phantom Girl speaks, seven Legionnaires stand guard at the other towers while Superboy patrols the planet, none of them aware that the Alaska defense has met disaster. So, see, they must not have radio communication. Which is kind of bad if you're a team. Yes. Yeah, don't you think? Well, no, it's good, because they're not locked on social media all day. They don't have their eyes glued to their <laughs> little screens. Lexa watches. Is Karate Kid really a traitor and saboteur, or is the culprit someone else? Let's find out in the next thrilling issue of adventure. Dr. Husband. Yes. I have, may we pause for a, a moment of reflection? Yes. So, um, I'm just thinking about Apple Watches. Uh-huh. They're kind of, they are ubiquitous. I know a lot of people who have them. Yes. And I do not have notifications turned on my phone. Mm -hmm. Like, if I'm looking at my phone and I receive a text, mm -hmm. it will come across the top as a banner. But I don't have any email notifications. I don't have any sound notifications turned on because I don't want to constantly be looking at my phone. And I have social media removed from my phone as well. Yes. I cannot imagine having an Apple Watch so that you're constantly getting, you know, little notifications on your body all the time. I just can't, I can't imagine what that must be like. And I feel kind of silly because I might be the only person who feels this way. You're preaching to the choir, sister. I don't want any watch, period, any kind. Oh, I love watches. Oh, no, I you can't know, I have, have anything. Four of them. Well, I don't like to have anything on my wrists or hands. You don't? No. No? Even, you know, yesterday I wore that cuff on my wrist and it bothered me the whole day. You know, I have a problem with cuffs. I like them. I like to wear them when I'm on vacation mm -hmm. or whatever, yeah. but I like to wear them in the summer. Yeah. But I also don't like the feeling of restriction. Right. I've been getting to feel that way about t-shirts sometimes. 
Don't tell me you're going to go marching around the town shirtless. Ew, no one wants to see that. <sighs> no, no, I just like, I, as I'm getting older, I want like softer clothing. Mm-hmm. Like a muumuu or something? <laughs> no, 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 no. Like I want, I, I'm very particular about the t-shirts that I buy now. Yes. And I want them, um, if they're going to be closer form fitting, they need to be soft and super flexible so that I don't feel like I'm bound. So like a 600 thread count t-shirt. Is that Egyptian a thing? Cotton. Is that just my thing? Or is that a thing as we get older, we, we, don't, we just don't want to have like things binding us? Or... Mm, I don't know. I'll let you know when I'm older. <laughs> oh God, okay. And yet, if these teens had had Apple Watches, they would have they could they would have, have known exactly what was going issue. on. Exactly if they'd had Apple Watches. Legion of Superheroes. Uh, sorry, Adventure Comics, number 347. Mm-hmm. Streaking toward Earth in the 30th century comes a fleet of invading spaceships armed with fantastic weapons. Between them and the conquest of this planet stand 11 members of the Legion of Superheroes. Whoa, better make that 10. Because as if they didn't have enough trouble, the Legionnaires have an enemy agent in their own ranks. And when they do uncover the rat... It looks like they may be too late to prevent the, the traitor's, traitor's triumph. Triumph, triumph, triumph. Roll call. Chameleon boy, cosmic boy, feral lad, karate kid, light lass, nemesis kid, family girl, princess projector, shrinking violet. She wasn't in last issue, was she? Just at the conference table. That's correct. She wasn't featured. Superboy and lightning lad. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait till I show you Shrinking Violet's 70s costume. I can't wait. There's a super low-cut number with like a little viney design growing up in her cleavage. Oh, my God. It's fantastic. Okay. Decoyed away from their posts at one of the three Electro Towers which guard Earth from alien invaders, Phantom Girl and Cosmic Boy return to find the tower destroyed. Oh, this is just a recap of last issue. Right. Making it look as if Karate Kid is the saboteur. Right. They fly to... The second tower in Ceylon. Again, the guards threaten them because they have no idea that the Legionnaires are coming, even though a group of Legionnaires is already there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lightning Lad, Pharaoh Lad, and Chameleon Boy arrive to say, no, they're, they're clean. I'll vouch for them. Cosmic Boy explains what happened in Alaska. And meanwhile, back at the Alaska Tower... Okay. Uh, there's something approaching, an unidentified object approaching at missile speed. Right. Shoot it down. It can't be a Legion ship. <laughs> uh, so it's actually Superboy. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good um, thing they didn't kill him. Right. Well, they could. nobody could kill Superboy. They, unless they, it was they had a kryptonite, kryptonite ray, ring, right? which we will encounter. Yes. Uh, Superboy gets filled in on what happened. And realizes he needs to go to Ceylon to meet the other gang. This is kind of pointless that he had to go to Alaska just to find out that he needed to go to Ceylon. But he also says that Cosmic Boy has already summoned him. And he has x-ray vision. I mean, he can certainly... Um, I just... I, and I have a problem with the whole x-ray vision. I'm just going to scan the planet and try to find somebody. You know? mm-hmm. But, but um, I... I he didn't need to go there. No. No. Except for this one panel to say, but first, there's something else I must do. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, at the Ceylon Tower, Superboy arrives, um, apologizes for being late. Now. And they don't say to him. Right. Can, can, can it. Can it. Superboy. Sit down. Let's get this thing show on the road. Jeez. Yeah. 
Sorry I'm late. I er had a certain chore to do. It's funny. I didn't know what the chore was when I read this. And I just thought, oh, he's up to something. But I didn't realize what he was up to. Well, was we as big of a deal as what we'll learn later on. Nobody did until yeah. he reveals it. Mm-hmm. Um, they head into the Commandant's briefing room mm-hmm. to strategize. He stands up at the head of the table because he's in charge. Uh, yes, he's in Is charge. Is he always in charge? No. He must be. I mean, he mentioned earlier that Brainiac Five is the leader. Cause, cause, yeah, because Brainiac Five is the the guy in charge, right? Of the Legion well, of superheroes. that's interesting, Rob. They have a rotating leadership system. I'm glad to hear that. They elect the leader mm-hmm. by means of a um, model of the solar system, which spins faster until a model planet flies off and shuts the, the front door. Are you kidding? In the head. No, yes. you made this up. No, I did not. Wait, they have a model that spins so quickly that 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 that, that a planet will fly, fly off, off and hit and, the, and the person who gets in the smacked head. in the head. Yes. What happens if one of the one of the pieces one of the planets flies off? Yeah. And misses someone altogether or hits Crypto, the super dog. Crypto wouldn't be present for an election. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yes, that's how it's done. That is so stupid. Well, then I guess they always have a deputy leader, so I guess it keeps spinning until two people get hit. (laughs) That's the stupidest thing. Why don't they just have a a special system, like a rotating system or an election? Well, in later years, they do have just a regular election, but... That must have been when they let the 12-year-old guest writer come in to determine the elective process. (laughs) Oh, no, it predates Jim Shooter. Oh, this is amazing. Um... So Saturn Girl had been the leader. Mm-hmm. Brainiac Five had been the leader. I guess Superboy is deputy now. I don't. Is that like it. a chance version of putting your thumb in your head, saying "Not it"? Yeah, yeah. It's like Russian roulette, only with a mobile of the solar, <laughs> of a solar system. system. That's great. Thank um, you. So <laughs> Superboy, their brave leader, stands up at the head of the conference table and says, "Any have anyone have any idea what we do now?" <laughs> well, he is leading by consensus. Okay. He's taking All creative right. input. Good for him. Uh, Light Last chimes in. Why don't we just divide into two groups and guard the remaining towers? Mm-hmm. That makes sense to of me. Of course. Um, we have no time to devise any elaborate defense schemes, so that seems to be our only choice. Especially since the others have told me that they too suspect one of us is a spy. Mm-hmm. Phantom Girl thinks it's Karate Kid, but I, I wonder. wonder. So we'll divide into four groups. Let's keep it. We'll divide. Into four groups this time. Yeah. Two to guard the air approaches and the towers. Uh huh. And, and two, two, two. Red alert. <laughs> South American Tower is under attack. Request aid. Yes, Tierra del, del Fuego. Fuego. Now they're in Ceylon and they're just flying off to South America. How long do you suppose that's going to take? Because only one of these people has super speed. Hours? Yeah. Mm-hmm. At least. Um, Superboy summons Lightning Lad, Cosmic Boy, Shrinking Violet, Chameleon Boy, and Light Lass to follow him to South America. He's got the heavy hitters. And Chameleon Boy thinks, hmm, Superboy's picked the cream of the crop. Can the inexperienced new members handle this job? So they, they burst s- out of a door. Yeah. <laughs> Destroying a door. Destroying a door. Ceylon, Sorry, we're in such a rush. And head off to South America. It's only a small raiding party, but the Electro Tower must be damaged because it's not being used. Right. So remember, this Electro Tower yeah. 
didn't need to be manned by any members of the Legion of Superheroes. They were there to just protect it just in case. Right. This Electro Tower was operated by the people who are in who are there. The Lechmen. Right? The Lechmen, mm-hmm. right? And it was known that this was the defense system that would be able to ward off these people. Right. It's a small party of attackers. Right. Of raiders. Yep. And it is defenseless against them. Yep. Okay. Beautiful full page fight scene. Really here nice. By Kurt Swan. Chameleon Boy gets a little bit of a a little the special feature, effect. Yes. Yeah, the feature, uh, Cosmic Boy, Lightning Lad, all of them using their powers to great effect. Mm hmm. What does Cosmic Boy do? He controls oh, magnetism. Magnetism, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, light Lass aims her power to make things super lightweight and sends one ship flying back off into space. I guess its jets are going, and because she makes it super light, it, it propels it very yeah, quickly. Yeah, probably. And, and inside the ship's engine is shrinking violet. Yay! Guess what? What? Uh, later on, mm-hmm. much after the 60s, Light Lass and Shrinking Violet are a couple. Stop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm. Soon after, the moment of victory is crushed into defeat as the Electro Tower is destroyed by an Electro Bolt, which could only have come from the Ceylon Tower. So the towers are useless against invaders, but the towers can be used to attack other towers. That's the shape of it. Again, yes. a very, very poor defensive system. <laughs> well, maybe someone has taken over the Ceylon Tower because they well, left... obviously it's not a it's not a sentient tower. Well, no, but, but remember we left the new members there, oh. so it's the traitor mm. apparently has sabotaged. So come on, Legionnaires, back to Ceylon. Something's happened. So it's a slow flight back. Yes. Do you think Superman can grab them all in his arms and make them fly faster? Uh, I mean, I don't know if he could grab all of them, but maybe Cosmic Boy could erect some kind of magnetic bubble that Superboy could pull along. That would seem possible. Uh, so the tower now is attacking the Legionnaires. Light Lass is struck. She's out. His, her twin brother, Lightning Lad, wants to get her to safety. Of course. Superboy... Uh, tries to shield to cover their escape, but now the tower is firing kryptonite. That's blasts. weird. But as Lightning Lad, having flown his sister to shelter, returns, he uses his lightning at full force and cancels the rays that I are attacked. I love to be able to shoot lightning out of my hands. Metal arm. So cool. Uh, Superboy is still dizzy from the kryptonite. The Legionnaires rally and head off to the Ceylon Tower, which is now destroyed. Mm. The Lekmen are unconscious all over the ground. Mm-hmm. Pharaoh Lad and Phantom Girl are outside, unconscious on the ground. They have been knocked out by some powerful gas. Again with the gas. Yep. Superboy revives the Commandant, who explains that whoever did it knocked out the guard of the gas vault and released the vapors. His men are all accounted for. And so it must have been a legionnaire. Ouch. One of our own trusted members. Mm -hmm. And this was the last tower. Now the earth is doomed and it's our fault. Well, thank you for summing that up, Cosmic Boy. But we will avenge the honor of the legion. Is anyone missing? We'll get the traitor. 
they notice that Karate Kid is missing. Mm -hmm. Funny. One member is gone. Karate Kid. Yeah. One member. Yep. Hmm. That's what the man said. That's what he said. With the towers destroyed, Superboy explains, there are no threats left to alien invaders except, of course, the only weapons left on Earth powerful enough to stop the aliens are in the Legion's own arsenal. Mm -hmm. Well, that seems like a bad idea to keep all weapons on Earth in one place. So, a Superboy uses his telescopic vision... And spots Karate Kid flying toward Metropolis. Okay. He's going down, landing at the clubhouse. We haven't a second to waste, so let's fly from Ceylon back to Metropolis. They must be able to fly at super speed. With utmost speed. Well, Superboy can, certainly. but You don't think the other ones can? Well, I'm sure the... Probably the flight ring would make it possible for them to fly. I mean, they all are literally arriving at the same time. They would not be protected from air friction the way Superboy would. Mm. Uh, The door to the arsenal is locked minutes later when they arrive in Metropolis from Ceylon. Mm -hmm. Now, there's another possibility. When Supergirl joined the Legion as part of her initiation. Mm -hmm. She dug a uh, subway tunnel Mm -hmm. like uh, inside the Earth's core so that you could go from, you know, Metropolis to Hong Kong in seconds. Wow. But of course, they're not flying through a subway tunnel. No, not at all. Um, They bust into the arsenal. Superboy puts his ear up to the inner arsenal door and here's Karate Kid talking to himself. He says, Karate Kid says, now every device that could save Earth is ruined. Yep. Ruined. All our defenses demolished. The Earth is virtually helpless. Right. Here we go. The big showdown. The Legion and the Warlords. Uh, Superboy says, all right, kid, the game's up. We've got you now. It's no use trying to run or hide. There's no way out. We'll be revenged for what you did to the Legion and to Earth. Karate Kid's expression changes from surprise to mystification to anger as the heroes relentlessly advance. But but I... Suddenly, from behind a large storage tank, it's Nemesis Kid who says, All right, you've got me. I surrender. Nemesis Kid? But what? I wrecked the towers. I destroyed the Legion weapons. I'm the spy. But how did you know? Jesus, we didn't know. <laughs> we thought it was Karate Kid. We were too prejudiced not to, uh, to notice you. Uh, I'm sorry. We, we, we yeah. were too prejudiced to notice you two were missing. Rookie mistake, Nemesis Kid. Mm-hmm. Then I incriminated myself needlessly. When Superboy said, Kid, I thought he meant Nemesis Kid, not Karate Kid. <laughs> no matter. No matter. In seconds, the coons whom I've already signaled will attack, and I've erased every threat to them on Earth. Or have you, Nemesis Kid? Right. Listen, the radar siren, they're coming. Look at the monitor screen. Invaders, thousands of them. Yep. The Earth space patrols won't stand the chance. Uh, Any minute, they'll start firing leveling cities, forcing Earth to its knees. The Legion will die, as will all other defenders of the Earth. I will be richly rewarded, and you will perish indeed but then startlingly look a fourth electro tower is rising from the ground what 
It and, cannot be. And it destroys the alien fleet. Right. Now, I guess these things do work after all. Yeah. What? Nemesis Kids thinks there were only three towers. How? Superboy. Remember that little secret mission he went on? Mm-hmm. After the first tower was destroyed, he suspected treachery, so he built a dummy tower in South America at super speed and hid the real tower underground, and that's why the tower in South America didn't work. I see. Remember? Yes. Lock him up in a cell. Yep. Mm -hmm. They lock up Nemesis Kid, but there's still some invaders who have survived the blast. Hmm. This could have been an interesting place to stop the the story. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But he keeps going. Mm -hmm. Too few left for a major attack. They will probably flee, but they still have enough power to destroy the Legion. So off they go to attack the Legion. The Legion sees that they're coming on their radar screen Mm -hmm. in attack formation. Chameleon Boy says, look, we have no weapons, but we can fight from with our powers from these jet platforms. I wonder why they need the jet platforms. Why can't they just use their flight rings? Right? They would seem to be more maneuverable if they were just Yeah, because some flying. of these jet platforms take a, well, they take look a beating. Like giant, they look like what that. What are they, like coffee cups? Like No, remember on the Christmas specials, they used to have Santa riding a Norelco yes, shaver down the hill? That's what these that's look exactly like. That's exactly what it looks like, which would be awesome if they existed in real life. I'd oh. want one. They speed forth from their arsenal on their flying platforms, and the Legion's greatest battle begins. Mm-hmm. Superboy, of course, doesn't need a platform. He's just flying around. Cosmic Boy's using his magnetic powers. Lightning Lad's using his lightning. Light Lass is using her... Well, look, her platform's disintegrated, but she still has her flight ring, luckily. <laughs> Hello. Um, and one of these invaders gives a Wilhelm scream. Hi! <laughs> ah! Um. Oh, dear. Shrinking, shrinking Violet's violet. platform also is dis- disintegrated. <laughs> she says, when I get close enough, I'll shrink again. No, just shrink now, honey. <laughs> Go right ahead. Uh, she's knocked unconscious. She's falling. Camellia Boy saves her and transforms his arm into a monstrous claw, which is a trick that worked for him yeah. previously. Yeah. He said, I hate to repeat myself, but the claw worked before. Here comes Princess Projectra bringing up the rear with illusions of giant fire-breathing keiju monsters. Kaiju. How do you pronounce it? Ka- kaiju? Ka- kaiju? Yeah, I yeah, don't kaiju. know. Giant monsters. Which works, yes. actually. And then meanwhile, in an alien ship, I an apparition coming through the wall. Bail out, men. Flee. It's, you know, it's well, Phantom Girl. It's Phantom Girl. Uh, who actually would go by the code name Apparition in mm. another incarnation. Okay. Yep. Um, like and Light Last, Last does the same Yeah, her old trick of yeah. sending the thing flying yes, off queen. into space. Pharaoh lands. <laughs> I love this trick. Yeah, me too. Fairlad turns his body into iron and then jumps from his disintegrating platform, rolls himself into a ball, and spins right through Smashes the like a ship. giant cannonball, like a human-sized cannonball, yeah. right into a ship. Um, Which successfully destroys it. Yeah. Um, the only craft left now is the flagship, and Karate Kid was the nearest legionnaire to that. I am a man. Who will fight for your honor? Inside that ship is the skunk who made the Legion distrust and despise me, but I could never reach it on this clumsy platform, and my flight ring is damaged. Oh. There's only one thing to do. Jump! So he manages to 
What a brave boy. He is very brave. I, I, this is the first impressive act that he's done. Uh, he leaps on from his moving platform onto a moving ship. Yes. Almost misses it. He grabs onto what I would just describe as a rearview mirror. The fin. But the yeah. fin. Um, he said uh, the range finder. But yeah. I, I look, really, it looks like a rearview mirror. He climbs up the outer surface of the craft using the fins and things yeah. that are decorative things sticking out of Good it. Good for him. Yep. He karate chops his way into, into the hull. Into the hull of a ship that can survive the rigors of space travel is no match for a karate chop. No. Um, the alien is about to fire a weapon. Right. Karate Kid springs much later back at the Legion Clubhouse. We don't know what happened to Karate Kid. It's been hours. <laughs> hours. Hours since hours. Karate Kid left. Do you suppose something's happened to him? Why don't we start a search? It's been hours, and you haven't started a search. Yeah, Super I think boy. that I think there's the, a reason I think the word not hours. Happened. By the way, yeah, the Earth was attacked. Yes, from the time the film strip was watched. Yes, until now. Yes, was one, one hour. hour. Yep, hours have gone by since he yeah. disappeared. I think there's a reason that Superboy is the deputy leader. <laughs> what do you think he was doing that whole time? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, well, a ship streaking down now outside Legion headquarters, one of the alien ships. They prepare for an attack, but look, it's, it's landing. Karate Kid, he's captured the aliens. Hey, he's everyone. taken over the ship. Uh It took him a while to figure out how to fly the ship and that's why it's been hours since he's been seen or heard from. Mm. Now, they could use some Apple Watches. These kids just aren't in good communication with each other. <laughs> they need some sort of device. Hey, this is uh, your new member, Karate Kid. I, I, I captured the ship. I've got everybody going. I, I cannot figure out how to put it into gear. I'm just hovering. <laughs> um, I just want to let you know, uh, if anybody can help me figure this out, I'd really appreciate some help. I'm over Chicago. So it turns out Karate Kid suspected Nemesis Kid because he thought he saw him at the Alaska Tower. Yeah. But he didn't want to accuse him without proof. So this is how... Rob, Karate Kid was knocked out without that he was able to be snuck up on. Yeah, Nemesis Kid absorbed, you know, developed the power to sneak up on Karate Kid. Sure. And attacked him with like a karate chop or something. So he trailed Nemesis Kid back to the arsenal where Nemesis Kid was just about to ambush him when the other legionnaires came in and he surrendered. Mm -hmm. Speaking of Nemesis Kid, what are we going to do with him? I say they kill him. I, I know they say won't. We let him go. <laughs> They're not going to do anything because now he has developed the superpowers needed to defeat anybody. Really? He's never tried it on more than one foe, but he's ready to take a stab at it now. Wow. And he vanishes into a cloud of nothingness. Yeah. Now they are guessing that his power wasn't great enough to defeat the entire legion, so instead he developed a means of escape, the power to teleport himself away from Earth, which is exactly what happened, apparently. I wonder if we'll ever see him again. Of course you will. You think so? I I don't know. Will they? Well Do you know? Do you how, know? How many spoilers do you want? Uh none. Okay. No, 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 I really I do want to know. Please tell me. Well he uh becomes he becomes a villain. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, obviously. Yeah. Um, he, well, Karate Kid and Princess Projectra get married eventually because he uh, is successful in his 20th century adventure. 
So does Nemesis Kid transport himself to another dimension by saying his name backwards, which is Sesemon? <laughs> no. <laughs> or Sesemon? No. Okay. Um, so I'm sorry, what does he do again? He... Karate Kid and Princess Projector get married uh-huh. and retire from the Legion and go to live on her home planet of Orlando. Okay. Like it's, it's like Orlando, but with an L. With, a, with no with L. With no L, yeah. yes. So it's like, you know, Universal Studios is there. Uh-huh. Um, Pretty much, yes. Disney. Uh, Nemesis Kid mm-hmm. organizes a new legion of supervillains okay. who attack Orlando, mm-hmm. and uh, he kills Karate Kid. What? He kills, he murders Karate Kid. Wow. And then guess what? What? Princess Projectra, yes. as queen of Orlando, uh-huh. executes Nemesis Kid, snaps his neck. She when does that story happen? What, what the 80s? Wow, yeah, that's some serious shit. You're not kidding, that's a far cry from what we're seeing here. I'll say, wow, yeah, that's just 20 years. Yeah, what happened in 20 years? We grew up, Rob. Wow, okay, so what I'm do you speechless. think? I liked the stories, I really did. I'm glad I, I had some problems with some of the scientific things and um as per your usual of course but generally i liked the stories i love that nemesis kid just vanishes Mm -hmm. that's really cool well we'll be seeing superman's a jerk superboy i i think i might have said superman a couple times you have that's fine superman's also a jerk jerk. um we'll be seeing more legion stories by jim shooter good coming up in future episodes cool Meanwhile, mm-hmm. you can find us on social media at GoGoJackPod. You can find Dr. Husband on his own podcast, Liberally Speaking. And you can find us right back here next week with Dr. Husband's favorite, Green Lantern. Are you kidding? No. Fantastic. So see you back here next week. Thank you. I'm so looking forward to that. Right? Same. <gasps> Bye. Bye. It's time to give